welcome to this episode of Hey Chicago. Like, comment, and subscribe on whatever platform that you may be using. Now, last week, it seemed like the Cubs might have had more of a struggle. Um, so during the week, they played the Kansas City Royals and the Chicago White Sox, two of probably the worst teams in the league at this moment. And those are games that you expect them to come out on top easily and not have close games, especially in a run where it seems like the Cubs kind of know that they also need to win these easy games. They ended up going 3-2 and two this past week, which is not ideal. Um, yeah, so the Cubs right now, they, they notice that they have an issue with pitching in their bullpen because even in these past week's games, we've noticed that the bullpen is kind of where everything falls off. You have a good start from Steele, maybe. You have a good, decent start from Stroman, and then everything goes downhill once the bullpen comes in. And we kind of saw that in this first game against the Chicago White Sox. When it's it's a cross-zone cup game, it's at home. So obviously the Cubs are the favors to win this game. And the Sox end up winning this game 5-3. to three. Um, obviously, Luis Robert is one of the best players in the league right now, and he's only getting better with his young age. But you cannot let him have the confidence to go up there and just smack a home run, and then they ended up winning the game because of it. The Sox ended up having 10 hits in this game next to the Cubs 5. Again, this is one of the worst teams at hitting the ball and at pitching the ball. So if you're not going to hit well, you need to at least pitch well. If you're not going to pitch well, you at least need to hit well. But that's kind of where the Cubs struggled. And again, I'm not expecting the Cubs win every single game this year or right now, but I'm just expecting them to win the matchups that they know they should win. But in game two, we kind of saw the Cubs like come back into, come back alive into who they really are. Um, the, the Cubs won't end up winning this game four to three. It was a good matchup for them. They did their, they did a good job hitting wise and pitching wise. Um, Assad had a really good pitching performance this game. He kind of did his thing in the beginning, but then again, we saw the bullpen kind of come in and have a little bit more struggle. There's these guys in the bullpen that can do their thing and and definitely do their job, but you need at least a few more bullpen guys to rely on. You can't really just go into this game or any, any game at that moment and expect your starter to throw more than six innings. It's just not possible at this point of the year, and especially when you have a great closer in Albert Elzele, you need those guys in the middle of the order, in the middle of the lineup, in that bullpen to try and keep the damage low and make sure that they are doing their job and not letting all these hits come come into play in the middle of the game. But apart from that, Saad did a great, had a great pitching performance and maybe the most, one of the most exciting games of the year was probably this game, honestly, just from it being the Crosstown Cup game, Cubs versus Sox. Everybody in Chicago loves watching that. But then you go into the bottom of the ninth, and then Christopher Morrell hits a three-run home run. And I remember in last episode, I said that the person I think that, that will have a step-up week is Christopher Morrell, and he's definitely doing his thing with that. Morrell is one of those young guys on the Cubs where everybody sees his potential and everybody knows how great he can be. But at the end of the day, it's just about how great he really wants to be. And 
Honestly, I think that Christopher Morel is one of those guys on in this Cubs organization the past few years that they have that star potential. He's still a young player. He's just getting better and better hitting every year. We kind of saw a glimpse of that last year, but when he came back this year, he had a strong start to the season. Kind of had that, that little sophomore slump, if you want to say. And then he's starting to hit again pretty well. Um, he could just be that guy in that DH position right now, or maybe if they really just want to put him in the field, they could put him in the outfield or anything like that. But Christopher Morel is a future star in the making, in my opinion, and I just see him getting better and better every year. And I'm honestly really excited to see where his career will go with the Cubs and hopefully he stays with the Cubs because Morel kind of gives me like those Kyle Schwarber types of vibes where he's that guy that comes up and can hit those big home runs in certain situations or hit, get those big hits in the middle of the game. Um, but apart from Morel, I just really want to see this Cubs, this Cubs offense just getting better and better every week. Right now, they're in the second wild card spot, so they, they, they're definitely doing their thing, but they still have more work to do, and they, they obviously know that. No team just goes into games remembering it's like they need to be comfortable. Every team knows that each game is critical, especially in a 162-game season. One game you could fall off, and then there's another team that just wins a few games in a row, and that's how they make the playoffs instead of you. And that's kind of what's happening with the Cubs and the Reds right now. The Cubs have been winning their games, but the Reds have not. But apart from the White Sox series this week, the Cubs also played the Kansas City Royals. And this first game was another game you just don't want to lose. The Cubs ended up losing 4-3. to three. Um, The offense, honestly, just needs to be better after seeing the game like this. You're also at home against another team in that AL Central Division that's pretty poor. They're not really that good at all, at all right now. Um, they have struggles pitching-wise and hitting-wise. So this is a team that the Cubs really do expect to win games against and honestly sweep this team. But they ended up losing the close game. The Cubs honestly have multiple close games a year with this year with all the bad teams in the league. And these are games that you just really want to see them just like, if, if it's going to be close, you want to see them close out the game. But in the first place, you don't want to see these games close and you want to see them doing, doing it all on the beginning of the game, the middle of the game, and then having one of the best closers in the league at the moment, Alzelay, come in and get that win for you. But if the offense isn't doing well to start off, and then you know that you don't have a good bullpen to come in after that. Like, there's not much else that you can really expect from your starter to try and fix in this situation. But I trust David Ross to figure that out. I trust the management. I trust the players to figure that out. They're in a situation right now that they probably didn't expect to be in with this whole playoff run. But you're, right now they know that this is real and, like, they have – a pretty good chance at making the playoffs at this moment. So they need to do whatever they can to try and influence their players to stay on top, to influence the fans to stay on top. Because not at all, the Cubs aren't doing bad at all right now, but there's just some type of progression you want to see in this team so they get to that next level. So they get to that level where they play a team like Atlanta 
or the Dodgers in the playoffs, and then you see that they have a chance to win it. You don't want to see them in the playoffs and then struggling against one of these top teams in the league. You want to see them at least try to compete and show that this team was for real and not just any type of fluke team. And in the second game of the series against the Royals, the Cubs did end up winning at 6-4. to four. Steele, once again, has a strong start. He, like I said last episode, he really does have a chance at being a Cy Young finalist this year. He, obviously, you got guys like Strider on Atlanta who are at, at the top at the rankings for the Cy Young, but Steele definitely is making his name known. 28-year-old that has been in the league the last only a few years who's gotten better and better every year. He's kind of more like Kyle Hendricks. Doesn't, th- doesn't throw too hard, but he just knows his pitching placement so well that nobody can really try Nobody can really hit it all that well. But again, after Steele came out the game, after around six innings, I believe, the bullpen had another rough, rough day. That's kind of when it all started going downhill for the Cubs in this game. But then again, when you see the bullpen go downhill like that, you expect your hitters to try and come back and lead this victory against a really bad team. And that's kind of what Cody Bellinger did, the best player for the Cubs right now. He had two hits and four RBIs, really took charge and lead for this team. He's a guy that's been in situations like this. He's been in situations where he knows it's win now, and especially where he has like that championship DNA from the Dodgers. He knows that the Cubs need to do what they can to win these games, and he's being that leader that, leader that they need to step up when the times are rough and needs to get the team going before it's too late. But again, the Cubs had way too many hits given up in this game. Apart from Steele, it was on the bullpen. But again, Elzele did his thing. Who, who honestly is, I think, the most underrated closer in the league at the moment. He does he does not really let many closes go. He does he does what he can in these certain situations. Because each game that he comes in to close, the game will be closed. Because the bullpen may not be having the best day, but again, the bullpen may be having a good day, but then the hitting isn't there. The Cubs just need to really tie everything in together and make it all one instead of having one good day hitting, then you have one good day pitching, then you have another good day doing both. Those days that they do both, they're one of the most dangerous teams in the league at the moment. But this team is also young still. They still have a lot of pieces that aren't really in many close situations in baseball at all. But as as they start growing more and more this season and start growing in future seasons, they will see that these games like the Royals and the Sox are very important in trying to make a playoff push because after this week, you're playing the Tigers who you also expect to beat, And then you also have games after the Tigers where you're playing a little bit more rough opponent opponents in September. You're playing Milwaukee who is, will be the biggest series that you will face yet after this next month. And then you have the Reds again, who are still trying to make that playoff spot. But in the last game against the Royals, the Cubs did end up winning at 4-3. to three. So they did go 3-2 and two this past week. You want to see better than that. You don't want to see more than one loss against really bad teams. 
but they bounced back. They had really rough bats around the game, but Hendricks did have a solid start. He he hasn't been like his former self, obviously, with all the injuries he's had, but he's still been doing his job, doing a great job pitching, and just like not letting too much damage go. Because we know how Kyle Hendricks is. He'll throw less than 90 miles an hour, but it'll still work for him because it's always been doing for so long and nobody's been able to hit it. So why try to change anything with it? But you can't just rely on Hendricks, who's getting up there in age. You need another guy to come in after him to have those solid starts. And the Cubs really, after this game, you have three games against the Royals where they're very close games. And then those games against the White Sox, again, very close games. These are easy wins that they need to get. They can't just have these close matchups that will end up biting them later on in the year. They need to make sure that these they get through these games confidently and not have any and not have to like take a jump out of their seat in the middle of it. Because that's kind of what I do watching these games. It'll be really good. They'll do whatever they can. They'll start getting the bats going. And then once like that fifth, sixth, seventh inning comes in, that's when it's a little bit more panic mode and not everything is going as well. But then again, they're growing pains. Like I trust this team enough to get through this this rough patch of not being able to do everything at once. I believe this team can and does have the potential to make some noise if they, do, if they get everything going on. My only worry about this Cubs team at the moment is their bullpen. And I know there's a lot of other Cubs fans out there who think the same thing because it's been going on for years now. But once they get that going on and scam some more confident guys into their, into their pitching rotation, that's when this team can really be dangerous. Because after we saw those wins against the Braves and the Reds a couple weeks ago, that's when other teams start taking notice too. Like this team's not just a fluke team. This team is for real and they want to win now. And for this week, the Cubs do have two pretty easy opponents. Again, I wouldn't say easy, but like winnable opponents. You have the Tigers who you expect to sweep another team in that rough AL Central division, who they also won against last night, seven to six, another really close game that you don't want being close. Um, but the Cubs right now, you need to take this one game at a time. You have the Tigers and you have the Pirates after that. And I honestly, realistically, I could see them losing one game against the Pirates just because it's another divisional game. It's not going to be easy just playing a team that's just hungry to beat another division rival. But I get that game three games to one, and I have the Tigers being swept by the Cubs. In the player of the least week last week, like I said earlier, Christopher Morrell had that really big step up I was expecting him to have. And I really see him building off of that confidence of having that game game winning home run and going into these next few weeks, having that determination just to keep playing well. And the player of this week I'm expecting to do well is Dansby Swanson. He's been very reliable, I would say, but we want to see him take that step up for the Cubs and be that guy where it's eighth inning, ninth inning, and Dansby Swanson's up to take a hit. And then Cubs fans just know they're about to have something good happen to the organization in that moment. 
But apart from that, I'm about to wrap up this episode of Hey Chicago. Thank you for listening. Like, comment, and subscribe on whatever platform you may be using, and I will be in back next week.